Welcome to Bettering Yourself, a podcast for survivors of sexual trauma from early childhood to and or adulthood. We gather here each week to help build your self-esteem and your self-confidence all the while learning to trust your bodies again. Each week, I have a special guest with me, Cindy Hope, and I am your life coach, Michelle Bruner. I am doing a three-week Step Up to Sexy Challenge. We are on our third week right now, and Cindy Hope is here with us to start off our third week. Cindy Hope, how are you this week? I'm doing well, and you? Doing just fine, thank you for asking. And we had um, left off with some homework from last week. Yes. Yes, and the homework was a self-commitment contract. And you were to fill out a contract that um, where you were going to make out um, a contract to yourself to stop doing certain things or um, to um, you have since we have discussed this you have um, reworded it and I like the way that you have done it yourself So if you would like to explain, that would be great. So go ahead and take it away, Cindy. Hi, everybody. Um, I started my commitment contract um, earlier this week, and it took me all week to accomplish it. Um, Just because it's hard to uh, do something for yourself a lot of times, or I find it hard to do things for myself. Um, But in writing the commitment contract, um, I started off with, I will rather than stop doing, or I will not, because I, I found it hard to use those words and to have ideas or, um, create a list of guidelines for myself. I don't want to say rules, but more like guidelines. So I've not exactly signed the contract yet because I feel like there's something missing that I've, you know, it's not come to me while I'm in like in the middle of doing dishes or I've sat down for a moment. So I'm just waiting for that one thing I'm missing to come to me. But I came up with six of them today, Miss Michelle, where or through the week I completed it up to today and had come up with six um, of them. So wherever you want me to start, you let me know. Okay. All right, Miss Cindy. Um, go ahead and start with the first one that you have. Okay. So... You were going to tell us your first a part of your commitment contract. All right. Well, Miss Michelle, I started with, I will talk softer words to myself um, because of an idea you had planted in my head, you know, about how we speak to ourselves and to use softer words. So that's where I came up with really easy just because, you know, I heard your voice in my head encouraging me mostly 
Oh, to offer to myself. Well, good. I like that. I like that. And what was your second part of your commitment contract? I will look at my body in a way that celebrates each of my features. For example, my stretch marks are to remind me of my beautiful children. Very good. Very good. And the third part? I will set aside more time to pamper myself starting at once a week to begin with. You know, like sitting and reading a book and having a cup of tea by myself. Um, wherever I can find a corner in the house to do that with, a.k.a. my <laughs> closet. Um, that seems to be the most available place these days. And um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, that was one, the third one then, I believe. Yeah, my third one. Yes. Yes, I like that one. And your fourth part? Um, I will work at not making presumptions about what others think of me. Ooh. Yes. Very good. Like I might say, they don't like me. Or um, she thinks I'm such and such. When they never said it at all, I just tend to project onto others what I assume they're going to think of me. And then I believe it to be true. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes any sense at all. Yes. That makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. And the fifth part. Mm. I will make notes or quotes to myself around the house that encourage positive self-treatment, like post-it notes or messages on mirrors, stuff like that. Oh, nice. Nice. Yes. And, and the sixth part? I will remind myself that I do not need the validation of others. Oh, very good. That's a hard one for me. That, yes. In some degree, it's hard for me. And others, well, in a, in a situation where I might be particularly angry about something, I don't need validation from anybody. <laughs> But when I'm feeling sensitive or, de or depressed or low or um, like I failed at something, it's important to me then to have validation from others. So it's kind of like a, you know, like a roller coaster. It depends on the particular situation or time um, as to whether or not I feel I need validation from others. Okay. Yes. I, I could see that where you would feel that you would need validation from others at times and other times you wouldn't. And you need to work on, on that. Yes. Right. Okay. Sometimes with certain people, yeah. you know, I, think I need validation from them while others, you know, it wouldn't matter to me at all if I ever had, you know, validation from them. Mm-hmm. That's a hard one for me. There's a couple on here that are hard for me. Well, okay, they're all hard for me. Okay. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think that uh, where we're going to move from here is we're going to get you to sign your contract and date your contract. 
I'm okay. Now, what's missing from your contract first before you sign it? We'll um, discuss that. And I wanted to touch on something. Uh, you had you had spoken a little bit about this. The um, what was so hard about getting you to fill out your commitment contract? It took you all week and then some to fill it out. Yeah. Was um, for survivors to make a commitment to themselves. It is very, very difficult to do. Um, survivors tend to make commitments to other people very quickly. Um, you know, can you bake a cake for the bake sale? Can you uh, watch my dog for me while I go up town? Uh, I need I need help cleaning my house. And it needs a deep clean. And your own house is in desperate need of a cleaning, you know. Uh, things like that. You you make a commitment to help other people when your own life is suffering. Right. That makes sense. And, I can see that. Yes. And um, there's there's a lot of things that we survivors will not do for ourselves that we don't we don't think about. We don't think about them until someone else will put them in our face. And um, uh, there's there's one specific thing that uh, people won't put in your face, and that is personal hygiene. People won't put that in your face, like getting, you know, um, just something simple like getting your nails done. That doesn't sound like personal hygiene. That sounds like being um, uppity uppity or you know prissy or something, but. When I say getting a pedicure done, to some women, that's not being uh, prissy or something. That's to get your toenails done is a healthcare issue. Right. You know, uh, to men, that is a healthcare issue. That is something, you know, that there's something about your toenails that needs to be taken care of, you know? You right. Just let that go. Um, taking a shower, you know, every so often is a healthcare issue, you know? But people won't put that right in your face. Right. People are not going to come up to you and say, Miss Cindy, when is the last time you took a shower? You know, right? Like I don't do my hair. I pull it back in a ponytail. I don't wear makeup. Once in a great while, I'll wear makeup or do my hair, but it's not very often. Um, I very rarely 
have ever gotten my nails and my toes done, um, manicure, pedicure. I don't buy clothes for myself. I run around in a ragged pair of stretch pants and an old t-shirt. Um, so I don't even wear nice clothes because I don't know. I just feel like I don't know what the word is. Bumming it. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I just, I could see where that comes in because I don't put a lot of pride. I don't like to use the word pride, um, care into my appearance. I think it comes to my, my not loving myself. And it's, it's, um, there's, if you do that for yourself, if you take care of yourself and you make yourself look, you know, prettier and, and, and more attractive and everything, then that opens up a whole nother can of worms. But, yeah, you're right. You know, you know what I'm Don't saying. Don't invite situations. Exactly. Or, you know. Exactly. That, that opens up a, a therapist can of worms. Right. I'm trying not to open, and I am opening it as I speak. <laughs> I know, I mean, but it makes sense. It it explains the logic to why we do things, yeah, the way we do them. Yes, but that and is- those who understand will get the get them. You know, they'll understand. Yes, they'll understand. Um, I am not trying to confuse anyone. I've probably just confused several people. I did not mean to do that, but I was trying to get to the commitment to ourselves. We do not make a commitment to ourselves because that just means that we are showing something in ourselves that means that we care in places that that for reasons that we should we shouldn't care. We shouldn't care about ourselves. And so the commitment contract can be difficult. There. I came around and finished what I was trying to say. (laughs) I like squirrels. Yes. (laughs) I I squirreled. (laughs) I enjoy watching squirrels. Yeah. They make me happy. (laughs) Gray squirrels, black squirrels, it doesn't matter. All kinds of squirrels. <laughs> I am a squirrel lover. <laughs> I am too. So is my dog, unfortunately, for the squirrels. Yes. I've never caught one. So, you know, kudos. Squirrels 444, Bailey 0. <laughs> yes. <laughs> same. <laughs> same here. Same here. Zero. <laughs> But so we're going to take all of the things that we have done, the mirror challenge, the um, five adjectives that you were able to come up with that were 
horrible, and we turned them into positive adjectives because you are great like that. And your commitment contract, once we get it completed, and we're going to take all three of those things, and we are going to come up with what I like to call the plan. The plan. The plan. And we will then, I, I, I will then rack my brain so I can pick your brain. <laughs> I like that. Yes. And I will take this week to figure out what I'm going to do for you to help you to rebuild your self-esteem, rebuild your self-confidence, and help you to trust your body again. I'm looking forward to that. That is going to be awesome. But we still have a lot of time here to talk. So we are going to fill these moments with some wonderful conversation between you and I about self-commitment and how we have both been able to commit to things today like you have committed to your contract here how hard was it really really hard hard. oh yeah was it like pulling teeth hard just feeling guilty for well first guilt and then overwhelming uh, how am I going to accomplish this with everything else I'm doing because to me when I look at it all it seems like a lot like how so first of all do I remember to do all this because my memory comes and goes sometimes with walking in a room and not knowing why I'm even there so the post-it notes and the notes and quotes around the house will do a lot of good. Yes. It will help. We see them. But I think it seemed like a lot to try and accomplish along with everything else that I commit to doing during the day or the week. And um, I think it will be a minute by minute, then an hour by hour thing. And I think it'll get easier as time goes on, but at this point, it seems very overwhelming. Well, to try not to interrupt, um, but you and I were talking before the podcast, and you had brought up a great point. So, to jog your memory a little bit, um, you had said that you would like to start these things off maybe one by one, and then yes. add another one in. Um, how would you like to do that? Like add another one in week by week or, or how, how would you like to do that? I would like to try to start off with the week by week thing. Okay. Okay. And maybe not in order of how I listed them. Um, I think maybe attempting the softer words to myself 
And then at the end of the week saying, which one do I think I can take on without causing myself a nervous breakdown? Right. Or I don't want to, I don't want to set myself up for failure. Right. Is my most important thing. So I think evaluating it at the end of the week and deciding which one do I think is most feasible to add on to what I've already accomplished this week. I don't want, I want to be able to accomplish everything on my commitment contract in a reasonable amount of time. So I think taking any longer than a week to add something um, might not be beneficial for me. But then again, you know, I think it's, I want to start with a week by week thing at this point and then go from there, tweak it if I have to later. But I like the week by week thing. Okay. Okay. I think that that is a great idea because if you are too overwhelmed to begin with, you're not going to do it. Right. You're going to run away from it rather than towards it. And I am the queen of setting myself up for failure. Take it on too much. You know, just. I, I'm just the queen of setting myself up for failure when it comes to things for myself or goals I want to accomplish. And when I don't meet them in the time I see in my head, I'm getting done. Then I become very frustrated and I give up because I figured I failed. What's the point now? And I certainly don't want to do that to myself when it comes to this. All righty then. I am the queen of picking you right back up. Awesome. Okay. I'm glad I have you. How was your week, Miss Michelle? My week was pretty busy. Pretty pretty boring at times, but pretty busy at other times. It was um, topped off with a wonderful weekend. Um, awesome mm -hmm. and um, yes it was um, uh, it was it's a, a, a draining kind of um, week ending kind of yes yes it was grand did you have a lot of people visiting and stuff yes yes Yes. That is always exhausting. Not not to make it negative about people visiting, but you know, when they when you have people in and out, it can be emotionally exhausting. I'm an introvert. So, you know, I don't even like people knocking on my door. <laughs> so, I'd be one of those with this the doorbell rings. I don't have to have a fake dog barking inside of the house. My dog starts barking and well, everybody thinks they're going to be eaten alive. So when I open the door, they're already down the stairs and halfway down the sidewalk talking to me from a grand distance. I like that. <laughs> I'm like, you go, Bailey girl, my Bailey doodle. <laughs> she's on it. She can sniff them coming up the driveway. They don't even have to hit the porch and she's already barking. <laughs> I love it. It's the introvert's best thing. <laughs> we'll have to discuss that at another time. <laughs> yeah. And COVID's been nice, you know. It's uh, for an introvert, COVID's awesome. It's these extroverts that are climbing the walls, bless their hearts. I don't, and um, I don't know what I am if I'm an introvert or an extrovert. I'm not an extrovert, but I'm not. Maybe it depends on who you're around. 
I'm not. I'm not either. I I like it when the people around me um, become extroverts. <laughs> I do, but I'm I'm not a. Uh, I'm an introvert to an extent. I think, but this uh this COVID has made me want to extrovert a little more. I can see that. Yes. But I don't know. For, for a lot of people. But I don't know where I'm going. The same two places. I, I don't know where you go. go. The Aldi's and the Walmart. <laughs> Up at the Walmart. Up at the Walmart, they'd be crazy. Yeah. This is mm. COVID has made some. Yeah. COVID's made some people lose the marbles. Yep. Yes. I try to uh, stay in as much as possible. And, uh, well, only go out when absolutely necessary. And then it seems like everybody else has the same idea I do. So we all come out at once. Yes, I I have become the queen of the list making. List making as in you like to delegate or... You delegate people to go do things for people to go go uh, get things for me. I make a list and they go get it. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. Well, they say, dear, that the ability to delegate is a sign of a great leader. So go, girl. Yeah. They also (laughs) say that the uh, sign of uh, you know. Crazy is a person who does something over and over again, expecting a different result, you know. Okay, so I may be a little crazy. You know, yeah. Well, that's me. I do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Maybe just got to change up the the people we delegate to <laughs> to get yeah, a different result. I think that's what it is. We have the huff and puff syndrome in my house. Yeah. People huff and puff out their cheeks because they don't, you know. <sighs> that's a that's a new sound that has come out a lot. <sighs> I don't know how you spell that out in a text or anything but i'm i'm sure that it has been it has been texted to other people before in response or in reference to myself you know (laughs) she's losing her mind huff and puff (laughs) yeah you know how our parents used to say when we were younger that i don't know i didn't do it and all them live in our house Yes. Yeah, well, it's huff and puff <laughs> in this house. Yeah. And hey, even my animals huff and puff. Oh my goodness. You know mine do too. They do too. Mine pout children do. Yes. Stomp? Our cat stomps. Yes. Yes, your cat stomps. That is yes. great. That is I love it. <laughs> you got a cat that stomps, stomps her feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, girl, I'm looking forward to this week and getting everything all finalized and put together and figured out. And um, and where we go yes. from here, it's going to be exciting. We are going to definitely plan together for you. And I can't wait to start on a, a new a new world for you. Yes. Okay. Well, well I guess same time, same place, same next week. Okay. Next week. Well, you have a blessed week, Miss Michelle, and I will All talk right, to you Ms. soon. Andy, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.